The Poorly Made Police podcast is for entertainment purposes only. The views expressed on this poorly made podcast reflect the opinions of the guest and host. They don't reflect the opinion of any department or entity. Nothing on this poorly made podcast should be construed as legal or marital advice. If something offends you, lighten the fuck up. Enjoy. Now, Crown Vic. Oh, hey there, everybody. Was my voice jolly? I hope it is, because this is the poorly made police podcast Christmas spectacular. How are you guys? Hope you're uh, having a good Christmas Eve or Christmas, or you're enjoying this in the days after. My plan is this podcast is going to have a little bit of everything for you, and we'll get into that very soon. Before we get going too far, I just wanted to speak about everything going on with the podcast at the end of this podcast so I don't take too much away from the Christmassy feel of everything I'll kind of break down the future of the podcast so stay tuned for that if you're so inclined but before we get going I want to give a shout out to all the people all the small businesses that have supported this podcast and I feel very fortunate that I'm able to help out you know some of these smaller law enforcement based businesses, you know, guys that have side businesses, you know, guys that are trying to make it on their own, get out of law enforcement. It's cool that I have the opportunity to promote them because where else are they going to get promoted? And it, you know, helps me out obviously too. So it's a really cool thing and I'm, I'm glad to be part of it. I think it's neat. One of the businesses that's near and dear to me because I really, not that I don't believe in what other people are doing, but I really believe in what they're doing And I've promoted them here on the podcast and on the page for a while, but that's officer privacy. When I was leaving, one of the things I really contemplated was the way things are right now in law enforcement, I didn't want somebody or somebody's or a bunch of people showing up on my door because I was involved in a critical incident. It just, the thought of that made me sick and disgusted that my kids, my wife, My family would have to deal with something like that. And that is something that was really like I had a lot of anxiety about. If you listen to my prior podcast with uh, Christina Doggis, they had that happen to them. You know, these people showed up at their house and caused a big scene. And that's why officer privacy is so important to me. And if anybody's like, well, no, that's that doesn't happen. That's not going to happen to me. There's been several documented cases of that happening where officers are docs, their information's found out, and people show up at their houses. It happened at my old department. This isn't stuff you make up in your paranoia. This is stuff that actually happens. I didn't want it to happen to me, and I don't want it to happen to you. So go check out my friends over at officerprivacy.com. Here's a little bit about their services. They have two ways they can help you take your privacy back. You can do it yourself. Officer Privacy created custom, easy-to-use software so you can quickly navigate through the top 30 people search sites and delete your information. They have instructions for every site, and they include a simple way to keep track of it all. They provide access to their software free for 14 days. This is plenty of time to go through the sites and remove your information. Or you can sign up for their premium service. The premium service takes care of everything for you. Sign up, and OfficerPrivacy.com staff, current and former U.S.-based law enforcement officers will remove you from the top 30 people search sites. Then they will monitor those sites. If you show up again, they will remove you again. While Officer Privacy's primary focus is to help law enforcement officers stay private, you do not have to be a law enforcement officer to use their services. So 
Their clients include attorneys, realtors, celebrities, and people that just don't want their private information all over the internet. So there it is, folks. Sign up for that. All right. Now, without further ado, well, nope, I lied a little bit further ado. All the bands that have been on the podcast all year, I'm going to give them a little shout out throughout the podcast since we're going to be jumping to different folks. I gave a little a little secret there. But our first guest is going to be Jane Doe from episode two. Here's the boys from Weekend Picnic, and I'm going to play a different song from them. So check this one out. This is, I think, my favorite song from their record, Lies. All right, now first up on my Christmas Spectacular, I have Officer Jane Doe from Episode 2, Tornado on the Horn. How are you, Jane Doe? I'm good. How are you? I survived the tornado. I don't know if you knew that or not. We're so glad. We are all so grateful. Are you, though? I mean, we are. 40, 40 podcasts. What would we do? What would what you would guys do with all your, your free mates? time? So... How has Jane Doe been? How has the last six months treated you? Um, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster. So um, I am officially leaving my department. And you be a firefighter, be... right? <laughs> no, no. I am going to go work at a suburban police department in the metro area. I'm going to. Well, at least you're not going to my old department, so there's that. I am not going to your old department, and I could, I would not, not for all of the King Silver. <laughs> is, <laughs> are you a fucking pirate? What What does that even mean? That is a stepbrother's reference, you uncultured swine. How the fuck did I miss that? Because that's a great line. What What part I'm of the movie? So is that upset in? with you. Oh no, it's Ron Burgundy. It's it's something Will Ferrell. I think it's Ron Burgundy. Okay, so you come at me and you don't even fucking know where the line is. I'll go. I know who the actor is. Are we gonna have to cut this out? No, it's funny. We're gonna keep it. Okay. <laughs> All right. It's so something you're, we'll know. So you're leaving and uh you're moving on and going to the big city. And I feel like that's yeah. a what's that song? The uh we're gonna cut this out because I can't think of the song. <laughs> don't stop believing by journey, right? I was thinking more of like White Snake. Here I go again on my own. Here I go. Yeah. That's like, don't go with that. That's like the ultimate stripper song. Is it not? <laughs> um, I mean, I suppose it's it's one of the like good like hair rock anthems, though. You can't deny that. And I do feel like it's kind of I feel like this is definitely a turning point in my career. I really feel like this new department that I'm going to is really gonna push me out of my comfort zone and really make me see what I'm capable of as a cop. So I kind of, I kind of relate to that. That's good. I have a friend that he always gave this advice and I probably should have listened to him more, but you ju- he basically his advice was always keep going out of your comfort zone. That's the only way you're going to get better. Yeah. And that's how I knew that like my time was coming to an end at my current department because I was 
noticing the complacency within myself. And like, we all get really used to the job, right? We all get really, we do have a, a certain type of schedule and like certain monotony that comes along, especially when you work for like a small kind of slower paced apartment. So when I really started to notice that I really wasn't a having fun anymore and B that I was, I wasn't trying as hard as I used to. Okay. This department isn't challenging me anymore. And it's not the department's fault. And it's not even necessarily the community's fault. That area, that's where people go to like chill out and get away from crime and get away from the craziness and just raise their families and like be safe. And that's great. Everyone wants that for me as a three year fucking boot. Um, I need, I need, I'm, I've, told my friends like I'm craving chaos and that probably sounds really unhealthy but oh I just it's want... super unhealthy <laughs> I want to I've, go to a place that's that going too. to yeah I want to go to a place that's just gonna like challenge me and push me and make you know really make me make me better because I really want to see I want to see what I've got so it was I love my department and I'm sad to leave it but it was really easy to succeed there <laughs> um you know, because everyone just kind of like chills out. And that's kind of the thing with rural policing is you can just kind of chill. That's where everyone goes to like finish their careers. Right. And uh, it's, it's gonna, just not for me. You're going to upset a whole bunch of people with that and be like, whoa, wait a minute. Work cops too. <laughs> you, uh, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying uh, is for, you know, a running and gunning boot like me, you know, who wants to go do hood rat shit. That, that that's just not the place for me to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to upset some people. I'm going to piss off some city council members and county commissioners. And I don't want to do that. So fair enough. Well, the reason you're here today is, uh, this is the Christmas spectacular. Do you have any Christmas greetings for the, the millions of people out there before I make you read shit I wrote? Um, how about we turn our fucking video cameras off at the Christmas parties, guys? Okay. Since you're what talking about it, I was hoping somebody would bring it up. <laughs> Do you think that they did anything wrong? Um, here's my thing. Okay. We know this happens all the time. We know the brand new female rookie is banging the sergeant, banging the LT all the time. This happens so often. What I think I'm upset about is you guys knew you knew what you were doing by the act itself in a public setting. Like I'm sure it was a private department Christmas party or a precinct Christmas party, but in that's still a public setting. And then on top of it, you as a fellow officer took out your camera and I might get yelled at for this because it's a little bit of like blue wall of silence thing, but like, why are you recording that? And why are you leaking it? When that's, you know, those are, are your we teammates. sure that cops leaked it or was it the public that leaked it? I have no idea. I, I honestly I, don't know. I don't, I and I don't know either. I, I'm not sure where the videos come from. Here's my thing is for years we've been bitching about preferential treatment and how this. And then we have video evidence of how it fucking happens. And everybody's like, <laughs> well, they're just fucking around and having a good time. OK, line officers. I don't give a fuck. I don't even care if it was in public. They're off duty having fun. But a lieutenant needs to fucking know better. And the boot needs to know better because it's her fucking or her boss. That's my only I, issue. Cops yeah. get way and, too and, much shit for dumb stuff. But this one, they brought it on themselves. Should they get fired? And, no. But it it's funny to make fun of them. Yeah. As a female officer, you know, like I, I would say it's probably on a daily basis that I get a like a bang in the fucking lieutenant joke. And 
you know, it's funny and all, but I can, I can confidently say I have never once used my vertical stripe to advance my career. I've worked my fucking ass off to got to get where I am. And I have done just as much training and I've worked just as hard as my male counterparts. So to see shit like this go on, like we all know it goes on, but to see video evidence of it, it is very frustrating because that female officer is not doing what she's fucking supposed to be doing. And she's giving the rest of us a bad name. So yeah, I'm mad about that. And I am mad at that LT because he's a shit leader for allowing something like that to happen. Um, especially in a semi-public place when like you could like, how do they not know they're being recorded? Are you really not? Are you that drunk and you're not paying attention to someone's phone being out? I don't know. Yeah, I am most certainly not defending them. I, and God, the memes have just been fucking fire from them. Like I can't deny oh, it's, it's free real estate. It's so good. So for, like good. me and the meme Lords are chomping at the bits. Oh, it's they're so, easy. so good. I've been sharing a bunch of them on my Instagram and it's hilarious, but, um, God damn, like, God damn it, guys. And you know what? It's NYPD. Like, they can take all the fucking heat and the rest of the country can just laugh at it. That's a big enough department where it's not going to hurt anything. It's fine. And I wish the, I wish civilian, civilians could get as much of a kick out of it as like us cops do because it's pretty funny. But yeah, at the same time, it's just one more fucking thing that people who weren't involved have to answer to. And it does suck. But you know what? This is, I mean, this is proof. Cops are human. We are horny as fuck. This is the shit that does happen. Bonk. Yeah. (laughs) And so, you know, it, it fucking happens. And for people to think anything otherwise, to think that we're robots and that we don't have, you know, like normal human urges and that we don't want to fucking bang each other and other people. Like, that's just, that's stupid. It's stupid. That's the Christmas spirit that I wanted to hear about. (laughs) (laughs) fucking ridiculous (laughs) all right so with uh now that we know we all want to bang each other are you ready to uh, tell the people about the 12 days of methmas oh i am but i am not going to sing i am sorry to tell everyone she chickened out she told me she would sing and now she no i never told you i would sing. yes you did you said if you got hammered you would sing so that was like well well." when i was talking to you i was hammered i am now sober because i have to work in three hours Okay, fair enough. We'll start with the 12 days of Methmus. Okay. On the 12 days of Methmus, my true love gave to me 12 sores of growing, 11 meth pipes piping, 10 stolen cars fleeing that we can't chase, <laughs> nine crack whores, eight pockets full of random electronics, seven bags of dope flushed, six arrest warrants, Five stolen rings, four people calling the cops, three hotel vouchers, two domestics, and some bed bugs crawling on me. I wanted to sing it so bad, but I'm so scared that my voice is going to be so god awful. I, I thought you were going to start when the, the five rings hit. I'm like, oh, she's going to get into it. It's going. And you- <laughs> I really thought about it. I can't. It sounds, I hate listening to myself on the radio, let alone whenever this episode comes out. It's going to be bad. Oh, yeah. Try doing this all the time. And uh, I hate the sound of my voice. Okay, (laughs) And now we are going to go with a by the way, that first thing she read is like an old, old school PM PM meme from like three years ago. Uh, Now we're going to go with a new take on Silent Night. I want to sing it real bad, but I just can't bring myself to do it. You want to just start and then I'll tell you if you're a bad singer. Can we cut it out? (laughs) Yeah. No, I know you won't cut it out. (laughs) I fucking know you won't. Quiet night, unholy night, 
All is out of control. All is blight. Round day shifter, large as mother with child. The Lord's chicken is so tender and mild. Fire sleeps in their bunk beds in peace. Fire sleeps in their bunk beds in peace. Quiet night, unholy night. German shepherds with a good bite. Netflix streams from parking lots afar. Felony hooks bring overtime. That doesn't rhyme. That's why I put overtimea because you're supposed <laughs> to sing. I was going for like the Adam Sandler thing there. I thought it was a typo. No, I did it on purpose. Oh no, I fucked it up. Okay. That's okay. This is good. Poorly made. <laughs> All right. Hard charger. The rookie is bored. Hard charger. The rookie is bored. Last verse. Quiet night. Unholy night. Son of a bitch. Lover's fight. Headlight beams from thy holy crown vic. With the brawn of redeeming mace. Geesh lord. That really burns. <laughs> Geesh lord. That really burns. Oh my god. I really struggled. So... I struggled with the last few lines. It was tough. All right. Well, I'm sure the listeners will still appreciate it. I hope so. All right. Well, everyone, I hope you enjoyed that. And we'll have a little band for you. I think we're going to go with Greenwood. And then up next, I have no idea. Enjoy. We've only got a few nights till you're taking your flight back home. We only hop a one day because all the others work no play. Let's hit the road. And now, for the second part of this podcast, the man, the myth, the legend from one of the most popular episodes of the Poorly Made Police podcast, The Law Odyssey, I have Silent Bob himself, or at least that's what I think we called him that episode. Silent Bob, how are you, sir? Good. What's up? Now, it's my understanding, sir, that you are coming to us live from the Rocky Mountains. I am. I'm chilling, taking a little holiday chill time. Now, it's I was very hard to be me. Yeah, it sounds pretty awful. Now, I've heard that John Denver is full of shit and the Rockies aren't very rocky. Is that true? Can you confirm that? That John Denver's full of shit, man. When Greatest we line ever, when I came into the Rocky Mountains as a kid, we went into. The first time I ever went into Eastern Colorado, my parents told us that it was a lie and there was no mountains and we cried. <laughs> my favorite shit ever is uh, I-76 when you're coming in off of I-80. You come in and it says, welcome to colorful Colorado. And it's gray and desolate and there's no green. Yeah, it's flat and terrible. Yep. Yep. 
Yeah, like my girlfriend in high school. Anyway, I hope you guys can hear that. I don't think my drum's coming through on the recordings. But so uh, Silent Bob is at 10,000 feet. So our reception's a little off, but I think we're going to make it through okay. So how have you been, sir? Has there been a lot of attention to you since you are so famous now after being on the podcast? Other than the autograph signings and paparazzi, it's been pretty normal. Are you getting flashed by the girls still? Is that true? Uh, at least two, three times a day. It's It's been a burden, but it's a burden I'll bear. Yeah, I, I got to say, you are definitely the most popular. I don't, well, I don't want to fucking make your head too big, but a lot of people message me and say, hey, have that guy back. So I'm hoping at some point next year, you'll come back for the Law Odyssey part two. It's awesome. I appreciate it. It's It's a fun way to entertain myself, and hopefully it does a little bit of good. So just how I roll. Yeah, I think it did a lot of good. Now, my understanding is you also recently came off of a big court victory. Is that true? Oh, God, I have no idea. You've dumb shit. Just a couple days ago, big court victory. Hint, hint, wink, wink. Yeah, whatever you're putting down, I am not picking up at all. The Blue Falcon Court, douchebag. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Uh, I was not getting that at all. Yeah, I'm smart. I went to a lot of school. I have degrees. Well, or maybe that podcast was yeah, so it, inconsequential on your life that you forgot completely about it. I didn't uh, I didn't even get my 7-Eleven coffee yet. What a cheap fuck. I am curious, though, how many people that have listened to the podcast heard that and were like, that guy sounds familiar. And if they picked up, it was you. Yeah, I'd be shocked if anybody picked it up. But we were all uh, three of us listened to it. Whatever night that was, Saturday night, I think. Uh, we we're all sitting in a parking lot listening to it and laughing at each other hysterically. So it was pretty fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Now, the reason you're on this podcast is you have a Christmas story to tell everybody. But I was telling you before the podcast that I was thinking about it and I have a Christmas story to tell. Would you like to hear it? I would love to hear your Christmas story. Or before I tell my Christmas story, I've been asking some of the more recent guests if they've ever pooped their pants. Have you ever pooped your pants? I have not, but had some. Well, no, I haven't, fortunately, but I've had some crazy close praying to every entity you can trying like mad to get the pants off before things get bad. And it's been within a kitten's breath of doing it. But luckily I have dodged the bullet thus far. I have to be honest. I'm unfamiliar with the measurement of a kitten's breath, but I'm going to take your word for it. Good measurement. Okay. Fair enough. So here's my story. It relates to Christmas because I ended up doing some Christmas shopping. As you all know, I live in a smaller community now. And when you go to the post office, it's kind of a big deal. And it's the city is so small that the post office closes for lunch. Most places do in this little town. So I timed it wrong. I thought they closed at noon and opened at one. And I got there at one. And they're closed till two. So I'm like, shit, got my kid with me. We're in a stroller. It's really inconvenient to go back and forth. You know what? It's Christmas time. It's nice out. I'm going to do some Christmas shopping with my boy and we'll walk around the town square. It'll be fun. A little chilly, but it'll be good. 
at the time, my tummy was good. No inclination of the problems that were to come. So we walk around the square, you know, going business to business. It's really nice. And we go to the hardware store and my tummy starts to rumble a little bit. But I'm like, you know what? I'm good. This isn't a big deal. Not even didn't even give it a second thought. Like I I didn't realize I was having some issues until later on when I really thought everything out that had happened. I found some socks for my wife, which by the way, honey, you got socks for Christmas. I hope you liked them at the hardware store. They were on sale. Great deal. Where else do you buy socks? It's a hardware store. It's a small town, bro. You got to do what you got to do. Anyway, as I'm checking out, I can feel the movement of things. And I was like, you know, I got to take a shit, but and now keep in mind, I got a kid in a stroller. And if you have kids in a stroller, you know how this is. Like, it's very cumbersome. Like, it's difficult to go shit with your kids in public. Because what do you do with the little kids? Like, older kids, it's not that big of a deal. Hey, stand outside of the door. Little kid, they got to come with you, right? Not leaving a, a fucking toddler outside of the door. But I know this hardware store, the bathroom is downstairs. No elevator. So this isn't going to work for me. But I'm like, you know what? Not a big deal. Walk to the post office, do the business I got to do, go home. Not a big deal. So I'm walking towards the post office and I realize ah, I still got 15 minutes. Walk into another store. It's a little antique type store. Very nice. Lots of Christmas stuff. And all of a sudden it hits like not like I had that little bit of warning in the hardware store, but this was like. You have to shit right now. And if you don't find a toilet within 30 seconds, you're going to evacuate your bowels in front of everybody. This is Christmassy, right? I find it to be very festive. It is festive. So now if you know anything about a small town and the older businesses, because they're older businesses, the bathrooms tend to be quite small because some of these buildings there weren't, you know, indoor plumbing wasn't a thing when these buildings were erected. And I said erected. And so I'm in this little store and I, I'm almost positive if they have a bathroom, it's small. I've seen the back door open before and I know it's very cramped with a bunch of shit back there. So I'm like, I'm not going to get a stroller back there. So that's not an option for me. I come out of the little store and it's like the wind hits. And you know how the cold wind hits when you got to take a shit? I'm like, this is bad. I'm going to poop my pants. And so I can see my van and I'm like, okay, I could just beeline for the van and I could just shit my pants in the van. And I'm like, no, I'm a grown adult. I'm a man. I'm not going to shit my pants. So there's a chamber of commerce and I'm like, okay, I could go in there. And then I think about it. Okay. That's weird to like run into there in a, a sweat and, you know, yell at them to use the bathroom. And again, small town, old buildings, I'm going to have that same problem with a small bathroom. So I'm in like full panic mode at this point. I don't know what I'm going to do. I look to my north and I see the glorious courthouse, three stories tall. And I'm like, there's got to be a bathroom in there. And it's probably multi-stall. And I could probably get the kid in there. So I waddle across the street to the courthouse. Of course, there's stairs to get to the top. So I got to find the elevator and go up. Now, me, coming from a bigger city, you would think there's a bathroom on every floor. There's not. Get off on the first floor, and I'm you know, walking around the vestibule, going, you know, checking these offices. No bathroom. And at this point, I'm like, 
I'm almost shaking because I'm squeezing my sphincter so hard. So, so I hope you guys are all on the edge of your seat. I, I go into one of these. I think it was a treasure. I don't even know. And there's nobody in there. And I'm like, fuck. And this lady, you know, this nice lady kind of pops around the corner. And I'm like, before she can even say hello, I'm like, is there a bathroom? She's like, oh, yeah, it's upstairs. And it's giving me all these like directions. All I hear is upstairs. So I like fucking beeline it back to the elevator. Right. My kid probably is like wondering, like, why the what the fuck is going on right now? So we get up to the top to the second floor. I get out. I look. I see the bathroom. And it has one of those door fucking code things on it. I'm like, you have to be shitting me. (laughs) I am like in panic. And now it hits me. Okay. I'm in the courthouse. I'm in a public building. There's lots of people around. If there's no way I'm hiding that I shit my pants. There's no way that I could hide it. So I'm like, I have to get in there. Luckily, I pull on the door. It just opens. There's nobody in there. And it's just this big bathroom. So I put the stroller in there. I turn the kid the other way. I'm struggling to get my belt off of my pants because my hands are sweating so bad. And I get my, you know, I get my pants down before my ass cheeks even hit the toilet. There's just an explosion. And I sat there for a minute before I wiped because I think I had shock, you know, like after like a car accident or something like that. I think I was physically in shock with how violent the bowel movement was. But anyway, I made it. And then I went to the post office and did what I needed to do. And I went home. Merry Christmas. I was really hoping you were going to say you yelled at your kid. Look away. Look away. Well, he's like 18 months old. So I just I turned the stroller away and he's like kind of looking over, trying to peek over and see what's going on. But I think it had a mirror. So he was kind of he saw that and was, you know, looking at himself in the mirror. I'm sure his therapist will delve into all this later. Yeah. Pro- I mean, he's, he's, you think he's going to remember that? Just, I, I don't know. God, I would like to hope not. Yeah, I hope not. Sorry, buddy. So that's my Christmas story about how I went Christmas shopping and almost shit my pants. And it was a Christmas miracle that I didn't blow out my shorts. You too got a gift that day, my friend. I did. I did. Cause that man, that would have been bad. That would have been bad. Hindsight being 2020 though, I was wearing a pretty big hoodie and it was Brown. I could have just stood the old, you know, tie the hoodie around my waist thing. But I think there was so much of it, it would have been like in my shoes, I think. Well, and you have the built-in excuse with the kid. Yeah, my kid shit on me. You can just, yeah, I can't believe you did that. Yeah. How could you shit on me, son? Anyway. You're giving you were your almost to the porn. toilet. Yeah, there's always a way. Yeah, there's, yeah. <laughs> therapy, therapy. Okay, now, Silent Bob, it's your turn. Do you have a Christmas story for the millions of listeners? I do. I have a little riff on the night before Christmas. All right. Let's hear your magical riff of the night before Christmas. All right. Well, hopefully this doesn't suck all my friends out there, but here you go. I tried to modernize it a little bit. I was going to say you're following up a guy talking about almost shitting his pants. So I I think you're going to be okay. We'll see how it goes. All right. You ready? The floor is yours. Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, except for the four assholes coming in the rear in standard two-by-two cover formation. 
I apologize. I distracted myself because I'm watching Die Hard, which is a far better Christmas movie than Elf. You're the dead. stockings were hung by the chimney with care in the hopes that Antifa or thieving mobs would soon be there. The children were nestled all snug in their beds while visions of mostly peaceful protests danced in their heads. And Mama and her Kevlar and I with my strap had just settled our brains for a long winter's nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from the bed and whispered, pitter-patter, let's get at her. Fuck yes. Away from I flew like a flash, tore open the shutters and threw up the sash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave the luster of midday to the objects below. When what to my wondering eyes should appear but mask-clad trust fund babies coming near. With their mom's Volvo wagon so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be those pricks. More rapid than eagles, his coursers they came, and their leader whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Todd, now Bruce, now Lance and Tristan, on Claire, on Margo, on Chaz and Cameron. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall, go and take and take it all. For they have no one to cry because spineless politicians defunded and let policing die. So up to the housetop, the coursers, they flew, all while yelling, you know what to do. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, the prancing and pawing of each little hoof. As I drew in my head and was turning around, down the chimney, one of those morons came with a bound. He was dressed all in black from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all tarnished with ashes and soot. A bundle of Molotov cocktails was flung on his back, and he looked like a peddler just opening his pack. His eyes, how they twinkled, his dimples, how merry. I put my red dot on his nose like a cherry. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow as I whispered, well, what do you know? The pumpkin spice flavored e-cigarette held tight in his teeth, and the vape encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and a little round belly, and I knew one squeeze of the trigger would turn his head to jelly. He was chubby and plump, a right jolly old elf, and I laughed when I saw him in spite of myself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon gave me to know I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word, but gave a twitch as I yelled, it's called the castle doctrine, you little bitch. And as the selector switch suddenly rose, I shot that fucker right in the nose. The leader effeminately shrieked and to his team gave a whistle and away they all flew like the down of a thistle. But I heard them exclaim as they drove out of sight, happy non-denominational and gender neutral festivities to all and to all a good night. <laughs> Well fucking done. Bravo, sir. Bravo. I'm actually, I'm going to edit in a, 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 a people clapping because that was fucking amazing, dude. Hopefully that amazing. was all right and what you had in mind. That was fucking great. That was way better than my shitting my pants story. 
<laughs> I tried to work in some Antiva and mobs. Yeah, I mean, how can you not? It's it's the season. That's that's what the season's really about is Antifa mobs. So Yeah, the hard part was figuring out how to get Letter Kenny in there and make it make sense, but No, it was good. I all the references were fucking amazing and gold. Well, Silent Bob, I appreciate your time this uh winter's evening. And uh right now the band we're going to have up is a new band on here, Uncle Bird and their cover of Nutshell by Alice in Chains. And you fuck you better like Alice in Chains, right? Oh, I love me some Alice in Chains. That's my childhood. Yeah, th- this song is honestly one of my favorite songs ever. So, all right, you guys, uh stand by for more. And yet I find yet I find repeating in my head If I can't be my own I'd feel better now joining us i have rj with five oh my god that's awesome with a christmas poem for you all so no shit there i was just minding my own business this christmas eve patrolling my beat when the radio keys i could feel it so sudden as my jolliness leaks seems that dispatch had a gift special for me some tweaker at the shopping mall was causing a scene he had a Jamba Juice coupon that he couldn't redeem. So now, he found an unconventional method to blow off some steam. He took a shit in the fountain, and now that was unclean. Punched an elf in the ear, but Santa couldn't be seen. Cola waits him in his stocking, as he is a fiend. Streaks through the food court, flashing the coffee bean. Karen spills her latte, and now has to scream. Flies by Hot Topic, traumatizes a teen. Stops by K, pick up some bling. Hits up Baskin Robbins for two scoops of ice cream, evacuating the mall and over the quarantine. I entered the building, which we had a party in Queens. I hear the LT is chill and the rookies ain't green. Alas, I'm just here, living my dream, dealing with some shit straight out of poorly made police memes. I find him in the ball pit, yelling how he is the king. Your majesty, a word, if I can intervene. The council is assembled, awaiting advice that is so keen. The chariot awaits, just come with me. Making our way to the county B&B, I already know what will become of our meat. He will be released before my paperwork is complete. And just for the fuck of it, let's go, Brandon. Well, you know the thing. Well, fucking done. I think the, the music there was a magical touch. How the hell are you, RJ? Oh, I'm just missing you, buddy. I know, man. It's been a long time. It's been like, uh, it was like the summer when we recorded episode. It was three, right? You were number three. I think so, yeah. Yeah. So are you still being canceled? Is that still a thing for you guys over there? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just kind of a constant state of, you know, baseline. It's, yeah. uh, it's quite unfortunate. So I know, you know, some people after they were on the podcast became um, quite famous, paparazzi, things like that. 
Um, yeah, not me. No, you just no, say no. you say canceled. Yeah, no, yeah. My my kid loved it though, so that was cool. That I mean, that's the reason for the season, right? Is yeah, the it's probably like bad influencing, but he's a mature kid, so he can handle it. It's fine. He's your kid, yeah. man. That means he's a good kid. Yeah, well, he had a moderately good July. If that helps, you see something. She's like that. That uh, you ever, you ever see up? You know the squirrel. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. You know. He's just eccentric. I love him. Though. And I did drop him on his head a lot when he was a kid. So that's partly my fault. Did you eat a lot of paint chips as a kid? Why is everyone like keep Elmer's. asking me that? Elmer's. So it, it was kind of our thing. We used it like ranch, you know, dip some fries in it. My thing with Elmer's was I would be that kid that would pour it all over my arm and then mm-hmm. let it dry so I could peel and it, pick off. it off. Yeah. Oh, it was the best. Dude. In fact. Are you doing it right now? I. No, I'm doing something else right now. Oh, well, I, does it involve Crocs? Are you wearing Crocs? Is that is that what's going on? No, man. I you know oh. the, none of the kids are home and the wife's not home and I got the hub up and I'm just having a good time, you know. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I stopped. I stopped when you were like, "Hey, I'm ready to go." So, do you uh oh. do you have any Christmas cheer to spread to everybody? Any Christmas messages for everybody so they are happy and joyous this holiday season? You know, it's what I tell everybody just to, you know, get along is don't be an asshole. And if people would follow that mantra, well, the world would be a lot better place. Oh, it would be it would be wonderful. I mean, you could go to Christmas parties and get lap dances and no one would care. I I need to find out if they're taking laterals. I know. Do you think that video helped applications like people are like, I want to be a lieutenant. Their their recruiters got an easy gig right now. Oh, yeah. Come to NYPD. The hot chick works there, and she is hot. I mean, there's, there's so she, yeah, yeah, she, she was great, and I'm not one to, to, you know, put my nose in what two consenting adults do, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, that was just really. <laughs> no, I'm I'm actually completely completely with you. I'm I'm shocked, and and I talked about it with uh, somebody else already on this podcast, but I'm shocked how many people are like, whatever, they're consenting adults, and I'm like. Don't we don't we complain about like the nepotism and, you know, people getting promotions over other pr- yes. promotions for being brown nosers and we have video evidence of it. We're just going to let it. Well, yeah, cops I think have if, a hard time. Right. If it was a different setting and two consenting adults wouldn't care. Um, the fact that direct subordinate, you know, let's face it, uh, a, a lot of females work their ass off and are tough as nails and try to be taken seriously, not from other cops, but from the outside world and she kind of set that back um he dude you're married man come on have a little you know dude um this is way off topic supervisor aspect this is way off topic for the christmas episode but i'm just gonna Mm -hmm. throw it out there as a floater not like that kind of floater (laughs) but this kind of floater right is getting a lap dance cheating if it gets don't know it's it's well, great. It depends on the nature of the relationship, the understanding the people ha- you know the the couple has. Um, there's a lot of layers to it. So cheating specifically, no. But is it you're just kind of a douche, especially when it ends up on the internet and, and yeah. it's a coworker, right? Yeah. 
that could be that could be problematic. What what actually got me on that one was the 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 rookie's dad was all getting mad at him, and I'm like, what about you know she didn't learn that shit in the academy, dude. <laughs> you know? Oh no, that was uh, that's <laughs> she, been done a time or two before. She's kind of well versed in that. Uh... Oh shit. Well, hey man, I uh, I appreciate you finding the time to come on from the uh, the woke Northwest. I hope you're safe up there, man. Hey, for you, anything. Anytime, anywhere, homie. For me, the world. All right. Well, I think uh, the next band we're going to have up is a little band called Seth Mills Music. I have no idea what they sound like because I haven't heard them before. Hopefully you enjoy. And up next, I have no idea. Rolling fast, burning up this road. I can hear those 33s. Coming down below Remember back Roll the radio down for me When we were Jack and Diane In this modern world My hands between your knees Hey girl You tore my heart into Sometimes I wake up late at night Cause I'm still missing you Hey songs yeah we'd have gone down to the riverbank loving on and now a man that needs no introduction which do you ever notice or whenever somebody gets introduced and they say a man that needs no introduction but they go ahead and introduce them i'm just saying but anyway a man that needs no introduction my brother from another mother Officer Y. All right, everybody, gather around. It is time for 10-8's yearly Christmas story. This year, we have a selection, uh, one of my personal favorites. It's How the LT Stole Christmas by me. Every cop who worked in Whoville loved Christmas a lot, but the LT whose office was upstairs did not. The lieutenant hated Christmas the whole Christmas season. Now please don't ask why, no one's quite sure the reason. It could be his head wasn't screwed on just right. It could be, perhaps, his belt was too tight. But I think the most likely reason of all may be his brain and his heart were two sizes too small. But whatever the reason, his belt or his brain, he stood there on Christmas Eve being a pain. Staring out from his window with a sour frown, at the lifted spirits, he told them, Get into town! For he knew every who down in Whoville below was probably crashing their who cars in the snow. And they're still at the station, LT said with a sneer. Tomorrow is Christmas, it's practically near! Then he growled, his grouch fingers nervously drumming, I must find a way to keep Christmas from coming! For tomorrow he knew all the who cop girls and boys would be happy and gleeful enjoying new toys. And then all the smiles and laughter, ah, noise, 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 the one thing he hated. Noise, noise, noise. Then the cops at the station would sit down to a feast, and they'd feast, and they'd feast, and they'd feast, feast, feast. The food donated from churches and people, and cakes and treats that would make the cops gleeful. And they would do something that he hated least of all. Every cop from Whoville, the tall and the small, would chill in the break room, standing and sitting, 
and instead of being in their zones, they would be bullshitting. They'd talk and they'd laugh and they'd talk, talk, talk. The more the LT thought of this chatting, the more the LT thought, I must stop this whole thing. Why, since I was a rookie, I've put up with this now. I must stop them from enjoying. But how? Then he got an idea. An awful idea. LT got a wonderfully awful idea. I know just what to do. LT laughed in his throat. And he quickly made a Santa Claus hat and Santa Claus coat. He chuckled and clucked. What a douchebag move. With this hat and this coat, I know exactly what to do. Now all I need is a boot. LT looked around. But since he was a monster, no boot could be found. But did that stop LT? No! LT smiled large. If I can't find a boot, then I'll just get the Sarge. So he called Sergeant Max, made him shine his brass. Sarge did what he was told, because he was a kiss-ass. Then he made a list and looked at the map. He came up with an op and a bunch of dumb crap. LT said then go. Go share the sorrow. Vehicle and uniform inspections tomorrow. That night, squads were docked, no sirens filled the air. All cops were BSing, patrolling without care. LT went to the first cop he found and looked with a stare. This shit must stop, old lieutenant hissed. And made him curfew check a kid. And the unit was pissed. LT threw on his old vest, a mighty tight pinch. But if it fit for rookies, then so could this bitch. LT called out a car stop, needed backup or two. The unit showed up and he said, He needs a ticket, so write him a few. He saw who cops at Wawa, drinking some Joe. He said, If I roll up, then they'll be sure to go. And then he slithered and slunk, with a smile most vile. LT would get joy, stealing treats from a child. Stop cars and bikes, pester some bums, wax your cars, clean your guns. Then the grouch turned around and what did he see? Officer Cindy Luhu, who else could it be? LT was caught by the chief's youngest daughter, who stopped at this shop to grab a snack and some water. She stared at the LT and said, Lieutenant, why? Why are you making us busy work? Why? But you know that old Grinch was so smart and so slick, he thought up a lie and thought it up quick. Well, you see, baby cop, the old bastard sighed. Crime rates are up. They've never been so high. We'll work hard tonight, for next week you're off. Cindy Luhu rolled her eyes and then she scoffed. The boots climbed into her squad, her drink that she had. She backed out of the spot and called up her dad. LT didn't notice, pleased with his trick. Now into the hood to stir up some shit. LT, he did this for several more hours. Who wouldn't be shocked by this abusal of power? LT drove around, but couldn't stop a thing. LT was shocked that the citizens were behaving. LT was convinced he broke his squad's spirit. He was expecting boo-hoos. He was excited to hear it. But then LT heard a noise. What did he hear? The units were joking and spreading some cheer. Moments later, you see, LT's phone started ringing. It was the chief. What the hell are you thinking? Get off your troops' backs. This year has been shitty. You better tighten up or you'll be on a committee. Then something happened, something no one would think. The LT's wee-wee, it started to shrink. The chief continued. When the new year passes, you better be a better boss and have your cops' asses. If I hear once more that you've been a douche, then I'll demote you or I'll give you the boot. So LT ran down to the streets, unsure what he was thinking, and out of nowhere, 
LT started singing. He canceled their ops, which brightened their mood. LT ran to the store, and he brought the squad some food. They all went to the station, enjoying their fare. The LT, the sergeant, and the officers were there. Perhaps one night of relaxing would be all right. After all, the LT said, firemen do it every night. And what happened then? Well, in Whoville, they say that the LT's small heart grew three sizes that day. And the minute his heart didn't feel quite so tight, he decided to go home through the bright morning light. LT was happy, glad he didn't miss this. Thus ends our story. Merry Christmas. And that concludes our story today, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you to Poorly Made Police Memes for putting this on and, and having me and putting up with me being the last one to submit anything. Thank you guys so much. Check out my page, 108 underscore memes. Check out the 108 podcast. We have our own Christmas episode if you really want to go check it out. Either way, guys, be safe. Enjoy your holiday. If you're working, double be safe. But anyway, take care of each other. Stay safe. Have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you next year. All right, hopefully the uh, cheering didn't blow your drums out. But on a side note and serious note, big thanks to uh, Officer Y over there at 108 Memes. This podcast has been in my head for a while, but when I was ready to uh, make it a reality, he was a huge help in getting me off the ground and showing me the ropes. So uh, that dude is my brother from another mother, so I appreciate it, and that was well fucking done. Our final guest is a man who also needs no introduction. It's Popo Medic, by the way. He's coming up. Before we get to Popo, let's hear a little tune from Seconds to Say. This is a new song from him. It's called By My Side. Be right back with Popo. The past two years have now flown by. I'm feeling alright. And I will tell you. All right, and now the grand finale of the Poorly Made Police Podcast Christmas Spectacular. My happy ending to you, the man, the myth, the legend, Popo Medic. Merry Christmas. And I'm totally going to, I'm going to, I'm going to edit in some clapping there too. So it sounds very extravagant. Yeah. Not like the clapping you do. How are, how are you, buddy? How's Christmas time in Hawaii? I'm good, dude. It's, it's so relaxing and, and stress-free. I, I, I love the holidays. Yeah. It's really neat figuring you're going to go to somebody's house and you're like, Oh shit, they have a kid. I got to bring a present, which that's really the way it shouldn't be, but it kind of is right. You feel like you got to give a kid a present or at least I do. Yeah. And then your kid wants to keep the present. Yeah. And once, once you buy it, it's like, actually, you know what, dad, I think I want that present. I got to be kind of quiet when I say this because my kids are still awake, but one of my kids is getting a switch. And I think the other kids are going to be really fucking pissed about that because they're not getting one. a switchblade. Yeah. A switchblade. Yeah. And um, nice. there's going to be, and then we're going to be in the, the car for like eight hours. So there, I'm sure there'll be some fighting over that, which I didn't realize how cool those were. I might buy myself one. 
I'm kind of jealous. They have all the old Sega games on them and like 64 games. Oh, on them. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's pretty so, dope. It is pretty dope. Well, enough about that. The reason you're here is uh, you have a Christmas story to read, right? Uh, yeah, totally. Okay, go ahead. I thought you were going to write the story uh, for me. Wait, wait, you, you don't, you don't have the story. I, th- but, I thought you were writing a, a Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer horror story for me. I thought, no, I thought that was the plan. You, you were going to write red nose Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer as a TikTok cop and how, you know, everybody's making fun of him. Do you, you didn't uh, do that? Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'll uh I'll I'll do it I'll do it later and I'll send it I'll send it to you. So later. um apparently there's been some technical difficulties. Some mis- miscommunication. Some... I, I, I thought I thought you were gonna write me a lovely story. Yeah. That's why you're I literally told my 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 family before I answered the phone that I'm gonna read this lovely story a good friend of mine wrote for me. And uh, now you're empty-handed, and uh, Christmas is canceled. Uh, son of a bitch. Well, I'm just I I'm at a loss for words. Why would I write it when you're you're the guy? Like you were you were like poetry in motion with your videos and how funny you are. I can't come up with a complete sentence on my own. So I would think it would just be assumed that you would write it. Um, I have a teleprompter right now. You know, I, I could have, uh, I could have, uh, you know, this guy I know, he does slap poetry. He could probably write, write me a Christmas story. Do you know who always puts out like original content that could probably come up with something pretty quick? I think um, we we're both thinking of a guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think is is it is it the guy the guy that reposts stuff? That yeah, huh. as his own. I don't know who that guy is. A mystery. A mystery who that fella is. Well, I guess since I have you and um, you're the king of cringe, you should go with that, by the way. I just came up with that. You're the king of cringe. I mean, you found the Detroit survival guys first, right? Yeah, I am their daddy. And uh, dude, they're on Saturday Night Live. Are you serious? Keenan Thompson did a skit as Del Brown and... Yeah, that's, I fucking that's started your joke, this bro. shit. I started it. Ah, man. I get, no, I get no respect. I get no respect. You you stole that. That's that's somebody else's bit, sir. I get no respect. Oh, but, totally but, different. Totally different. Yeah. I changed, see how I changed that? I just took I just took it from somebody else and then I changed it a little bit. Yeah, and then it's your idea. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Makes sense. Yep. Since you are the king of cringe, you want to help me decipher through some Christmas cringe? Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's do it. Dispatch putting out a bolo for Santa's sleigh on Christmas. Cringe or not cringe? Cringe. Super duper <laughs> cringe. That was probably funny like the first time it happened. Yeah, and what fucking 1962? <laughs> Did they even have radios then? They had the call. No, box. I was like, everybody had was... to re- everybody had to respond to the call <laughs> box to hear the bolo for um Santa. 
<laughs> and like that fucking uh, old school, you know, radio voice. It might have been cute. But nowadays, you know, fucking Kathy at Dispatch reciting a fucking bolo about the slave with fucking, you know, beef jerky in her mouth. Isn't It's fucking cringe. <laughs> yeah, that's that one's going to die. And let's be real. The Grinch is who the cops should be looking for. That's also cringe, too. Don't get any ideas. Don't do that either. Uh, leave Santa alone. Like the NORAD thing. That's a big thing in Colorado. I don't know if that's everywhere, but they'll say, oh, they're tracking Santa's sleigh on NORAD. And I'm like, can we just, you know, watch our threats in the Middle East? I don't care about Santa's sleigh. Okay. Do your damn job. Yeah. Or maybe I'm being a Grinch. I don't know. This one. I mean... No, go ahead, buddy. No, I, I agree with you. I agree okay. with you. For, for once in my life, I agree with something that came out of your mouth. I, there are so many places I could go there, but this is a Christmas episode, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to leave that one. All right, next one, next one. In. Okay, this one came up a lot, is the matching PJs for the whole family. Cringe or not cringe? It depends how old the kids are, uh, I would say. I'm on the fence. Know. I'm on the fence. Yeah. If it's like it, a, if it's a family tradition, l- let it go. I got to be honest. And I don't know if my wife will listen to this. I'm a little surprised that she got all of our kids and then not the baby matching ones. And like our oldest is like 12. I don't think he's got any time for that, but like adding the parents in too, I, I'm going to lean towards cringe, but it's not the worst offender. On our list, I don't think. It's not the worst thing you could do, but it, there's that gray area when they're like, I don't know, in high school. It's just <laughs> kind of like, it's, it's a little uh, little cringe. Yeah. Um, now, one person did add in there, and this is an excellent time to uh, give a cheap shout out for my merch, is maybe instead of the matching PJs, people could wear matching poorly made police memes merch. Somebody do that and send it to me next year. It would warm my little black heart. Yeah. I mean, that'd be pretty dope, actually. Yeah. That's a dedication to uh, the poorly made made police meme game. It would be. Let's not do that. Okay. This is a good one. This is timely. Cringe or not cringe? Giving a lap dance to your lieutenant. Uh, I mean... Look, for, just see for yourself on on Instagram. Make it cringe. I mean, I feel like we all know one female officer like that. I can think of one in mm-hmm. particular. One in yeah. particular. I'm yeah. gonna go ahead and call that one cringe. I don't think that's even up for debate. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely you know cringe for yeah. her. But if anybody has her Instagram handle, you can send it to me. I think it's a app. This is a this one might have a spirited debate. Putting those fucking antlers in red nose, red noses on vehicles during the holiday season. Cringe or not cringe? It's cringe. I think it's fine. I think it's cringe, but only because I, I grew up in in SoCal and I live in Hawaii, so there's no seasons. You know, I've never really experienced seasons, so it's like. What are you doing, guy? You're driving your truck. It's like fucking 80 degrees outside. You got a fucking, a, like a sled for the snow on your fucking grill. It's, you know, it's dumb. I think, see, you guys, people like you 
are the reason you guys what do you mean people like you what do you mean you people i'll tell you exactly what i mean by you people you're the reason that santa's sleigh won't fly and that there's not enough christmas spirit all these people are doing is having a little bit of christmas spirit and just because you don't have seasons or believe in jesus we can't have antlers and a bunch of weird shit on our car i have to be i'm gonna dime my wife out we were in the, the store like the beginning of the holiday season and you could get like a little USB plug-in blow up a frosty to snowman that can go in your passenger seat. And I put it in the cart and she chickened out because she didn't want that in the car. I would, that would have been awesome. So, so you get like, could you like, you can go in the carpool lane with it. Maybe Christmas spirit, bro. You don't have any Christmas spirit, tactical stockings. Is that a thing? Oh my god, yeah, it is. That's so cringe. What are they? <laughs> Tell me all about tactical stockings. Have you ever seen the the tactical like dad like diaper bags and shit? No. It's kind of like that. It's basically like if you cut like a plate carrier into a stocking. You know, it's got like velcro inserts and <laughs> it's fucking stupid. <laughs> If anybody has a tactical stocking, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say to you after hearing the description of it. You should be you should be embarrassed for yourself. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's it's quite the product. I, is that like one of those things where there's like these companies that are like order the tactical stocking and in your stocking, you know, you'll get you know four MREs and a plate and uh, you know, and, and a and M&P 40, you know, monthly subscription of tactical supplies like a Flint and weather for weatherproof matches. <laughs> Didn't donut have something like that for a while that was on his channel? Or am I making that up? Oh, yeah. Backpack. <laughs> Backpack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I wonder if I wonder if TACPAC has tactical stockings. Yeah, that's 100 percent cringe. You never know, but I wouldn't be, I wouldn't put it past them. A tactical, tactical wrapping paper. Is that a thing? No. I'm Googling, I'm Googling it. Tactical wrapping paper. I think I just found a market or something. It's real. Okay. I was saying, I think that's probably okay. Cause they make wrapping paper for anything, right? Like if you're, Look, if you have like blue line wrapping paper, way too far, <laughs> way too far. Yeah. So maybe okay, some of some of this is pretty sick, and Ta- some right. of, I'm gonna some Google of it right now too. So terrible, tactical. Oh my gosh, tactical wrapping paper. They have like the sick AR one, and then this like Santa skeleton. That's pretty dope. Oh, I Googled tactical grabbing paper. I don't even know what that is. Tactical military paper. Are you, are you fucking, you need tactical paper. There's tactical everything. Dude, I found the tactical Christmas stockings. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Oh my God. That's amazing. That is something else. I like when I searched the, uh, the tactical Christmas wrapping paper. They have like the let's go Brandon wrapping paper up there too. Yeah. If you have let's go Brandon wrapping paper also too far. 
not the I, anything uh, let's go brandon is is so overplayed like just fucking why don't you know, just say the guy's name like a man like a man that channel's pretty funny <laughs> uh you know the one meme i saw with that that made me chuckle a little bit i mean at first it was super funny but then after a week i was like okay this is we got it is the uh like the meme where it's like or what's his wife's name uh jill biden was like hey he thinks his name's brandon now that's a little funny no that's really funny and we can oh tactical christmas stocking i gotta see this oh my god there's tactical christmas sweaters too yeah oh jesus christ yeah if you have one of these unfollow my page come on what are what are you doing with your life it's a little ridiculous <sighs> that will be I feel, like, I, gotta... I feel like that's what like shit content creators like do giveaways with it's like <laughs> follow my page and then fucking dm me that you followed me and then i'll give you a tactical fucking uh christmas stocking <laughs> free of charge because we can't give them away free of charge as long as like you live like not too far away from my house my mom's gonna <laughs> drop it off yeah giveaways cringe or not cringe i don't know i i mean i think it's i get a little weird where it's like all right you're into the giveaway but you have to tag five friends and tag another page and if they don't tag it then they're not and it's like it's super confusing yeah it's very confusing you know i feel like when i do giveaways i'm pretty straightforward like you know send me this this passphrase or you know somebody i think that's really the only way i've done it i think giveaways can be good to like you know give away your merch and get the word out there but i don't know i mean i i've probably done some stuff where i'm like oh it's a little cringe as far as like trying to sell my shit so i, I guess if I'm you're, not, if you're not giving away a ps5 don't even talk to me <laughs> don't even at me Hey, here's a here's a cringe thing, and this isn't really Christmassy, but the guys that start like Instagram accounts and they'll they'll get like some expensive knife or like a PS5 and they'll do the raffles on them. Yeah, it's super cringe. It's like textbook. Like the PS5 is like the holy grail of a cringe giveaway, especially when it's in the context of like I don't know if you ever watched Dar Man's giveaways. You know, he makes a video about how material things aren't important. And we should focus on being present and what matters and not owning things. But the, the beginning of his video is like a PS5 giveaway. <laughs> <laughs> but shit like that. It's like, fucking, what the fuck are you doing, man? I think if I ever did like a giveaway, it would be like a, uh, like the original PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> With like the controllers like missing a knob and it comes with uh what the hell was that game where uh, it's gonna it's the only game I remember playing on PlayStation. My friend had it was like the only fucking game he had, but you're like you're running in the it's like some derby game, demolition derby, or and there's like a clown car. Is that making any sense? You know what game I'm talking um, about? dude, I was like chasing girls and stuff when i was like a little kid so you're so full of shit <laughs> games for og place i don't know what i don't know what that game is i played tony hawk pro skater and uh twisted metal 
Oh yeah, I remember that. Dude, that game was fun as shit. I gotta look that up now. Yeah, I, got, I need a control. I know I had that game. Tony Hawk on 64. I spent a lot of time playing that. Wow, Twisted Metal. Yeah, I remember that shit. Oh yeah, that game was so fucking fun. Okay, I guess we should probably get back on track here. Cringe or not cringe. Christmas cards that give a long update about what the family's been doing that year. I just I I'd love I'd love to have a family, you know. And uh it mean it mean the world to me. So what it really does is it 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 hurts your soul because they're out there being happy, going on adventures and vacations, and here you are all, all by yourself, lonely. I wouldn't say that I'm lonely, but I'm by myself, yes. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I uh I don't know, man. What about let's let's start from the, the beginning of this Christmas cards. I think Christmas cards are fine. I kind of look forward to them. Yeah, if you like destroying the Amazon. Like fucking clubbing baby seals, I do. I make my Christmas cards and they're eco-friendly. All right. Are they like biodegradable paper? Yes. Matter of fact, they are. I make them out of um, spinach wax. Dude, there's some nerd listening to this and they're going to be like, oh my God. Wow, that's I never thought of this. Spinach. (laughs) This is the key. Oh, wow. Tactical wrapping paper. Okay. Spinach Christmas cards. Spinach wrapping paper. You, dude, you just saved the earth. I'm almost positive. That yeah. You go get earth. yourself. Go to, go, to, go to a fucking grocery store. Get a spinach wrap, you know, to make like a fucking turkey wrap. And then just color in it and fold it in half and fucking send it to your, your relatives. And you know what? it'll show up nice and moldy. You know what's the most disappointing shit on earth? Is when you're like, I want a burger, but you're like, I'm gonna be good, or I'm gonna get a sandwich. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that in a lettuce wrap, and then you eat it, and it's garbage. Be a man, have a bun. Yeah, be a man. Admin showing up on Christmas or Thanksgiving when you haven't seen them all year, you get to see so, admin. Yeah, you get to you know have like a little potluck and like just give them like a little head nod and like a hey. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, it's been a long time. And then you won't see him again for like nine more months. I mean, that may not be the worst thing. Yeah. Sometimes it's for the the best you don't see him. Patrol cars sinking red and blues to Christmas music. I didn't, I mean, hashtag art, you know? Hashtag cringe as fuck. (laughs) Although, me and my buddy around Christmas time, May or may not have put the Christmas station on and hooked our PA up to the radio and blasted the neighborhood with Christmas music. But I was just spreading holiday cheer. Like uh, like disorderly? When there was no calls, we'd just drive through the neighborhoods and play Christmas music. Like a in like a Jewish neighborhood? Um no, then we would switch to the Hanukkah station. Okay, okay. Yeah, we 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 hit all of them. Don't worry. Uh, the Festivus neighborhoods, we'd hit you know all the Festivus music for the rest of us. Oh, good. Yeah, dude. No, I'm I'm not racist. Talking politics, cringe or not cringe during the holiday season? It's always cringe, is it not? 
Uh, yeah, a thousand. Anything about politics is cringe. All right, cringe or not cringe. Proposing on Christmas or New Year's Eve. Not cringe. Fucking cringe. Not cringe. How is it not cringe? Not cringe, right? It's not. It's just not. And she she should have said yes. And it was a mistake. She made a mistake. And it's not cringe, right? Everybody hurts. <laughs> it's only cringe, like, if if she says fucking no, like, in front of your entire... That's the risk, you know? It's like your whole fucking family or her whole fucking family is there. So you got to, like, know. You can't just surprise her. It's got to be like, yeah, we're getting married someday for like a year. You have to be talking like that for like a year prior. I would have to say, I think when you propose on Christmas and New Year's Eve, if you do it in front of a bunch of people, you're like stealing the holiday from them. You know what I mean? Because then you're, it's like being an attention whore. So I don't know if you did that. I'm sorry. You're an attention whore. What I did when I proposed to my wife, I took her way out to the woods where no one would whoa, find whoa, us. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And if she, if she said no, no one would have ever found her again. Okay. That's the way that you should do it. <laughs> yeah, dude, for sure. That's, yeah. I think that's what every girl wants. Yeah. Yeah. Very definitely. Girl. Speaking of uh, proposing, kissing under the mistletoe, cringe or not cringe? I mean, when, when, the, where the fuck is, is there mistletoe? Is the question. I've At never stumbled house. across mistletoe. I don't even know what mistletoe is. What's the origin of that? And now I feel like I, I read something a couple of years ago where like mistletoe was like, like, oh, there's mistletoe. So guys just think they can rub up on women. Oh, That's back like, in the day, for sure. Like in the 18th century, ugly dudes were like, yo, this is like, it's December. It's time to fucking, you know, increase the body count a little bit. with Some mistletoe. I wonder what the origin story is on mistletoe. Should we do a poorly made police memes investigation? Yeah, we should. All right, let's do it. Nothing came up in Pornhub. Uh, let me try Google. Yeah. Oh, it was founded. Oh, yeah, of course. Duh. It was founded by Celtic Druids, obviously. But, uh, what are you reading? I'm, I'm reading The Curious History or Kistery. Of mistletoe. <laughs> See, what I read is a tra- the tradition of kissing under mistletoe started in ancient Greece during the festival of a word I can't pronounce, and then later in marriage ceremonies because of the plant's association with fertility. I don't know what that has to do with Christmas. Mm. Though. It's a symbol of romance, apparently. Wow. Now look up mistletoe stock photos. They're pretty rapey. <laughs> You know, wow. I feel like there's a meme to be made about like the creepy lieutenant putting mistletoe at the entrance to his office. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anybody listening to this, I'm probably going to make this right after so you guys will know where this the origin came from. Would you say oh mistletoe God. stock photos? They're so bad. Yeah, just Google mistletoe stock photo kiss. You're welcome. This is rancid. I mean, th- this one, like her hair. What is that? What the fuck? I don't know, man. They seem perfectly normal and not rapey. Uh, hey, what's that uh, Penn Island website you're what, on your other tab? Um, I was just doing some research. It's not 
a big deal. Uh, no, no. Tactical BBC.com. <laughs> yeah, I don't, we're cutting like all of this out, like the last five minutes. Um, <laughs> this is between me and you, pal. Okay. Oh, shit. I'm so glad that could have been so much worse. The Google history. <laughs> back on track here buying your shitty secretary a gift i i don't have a secretary this has got to be a fucking chief or something writing in yeah i was gonna say who the fuck your secretary dude i feel like any secretary is better than nothing and you should be fucking appreciative of it dude i would if the county's paying for them or the city and it's not even your fucking own pocket you know what yeah. I mean? Like, like, if you're a chief, you're, you're not paying that fucking secretary. So shut the fuck up. Okay, so here's... Okay, because at first I was like, maybe I read this wrong and it's like the department's shitty secretary, but it's like buying your shitty secretary. Your, an emphasis on your. Must be fucking nice, dude. I'm glad you have a secretary and it's yeah. so terrible. Must be fucking rough. Uh gifting a gag gift for someone cringe or not cringe i mean i would love to have that much time on my hands <laughs> i'm definitely getting my brother's a gag gift which i can't say what it is because my brother will hear it before i give it to him shit i gotta cut nah it's okay he doesn't know what it is and he'll he'll hear it before this uh before i see him for christmas time so I've got something special for you, bro. You'll enjoy it. I think it's okay depending on what it is. I don't know. I don't know. I as long as I guess I need more information. Something aggressive, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it has to be super aggressive. Yeah, I can't. There's no like fucking I got you a a jar of pickles. (laughs) (laughs) You know? It's like (laughs) you gotta go all out. You can't fucking wrap an avocado. It needs to be like a giant dildo or something. Oh, yeah. Full send when it comes to that. Yeah. I got you you grated cheese. Got got you good, buddy. Grated cheese. Yeah. Got got you good, you fucker. (laughs) Got you good, chicken fucker. Here's a good one. Santa hats on patrol. Cringe or not cringe? Is it a tactical Santa hat? (laughs) I mean, if you get into like a shooting, like they're just gonna see your little fucking red head <laughs> hiding behind the fucking Prius. How fucking funny would that be? You smoke someone, and you're fucking wearing a Santa hat for <laughs> your deposition. Take it. They fucking take it as evidence. Yeah. <laughs> get the fucking GSR off the hat. I never understood why they do the GSR because, like, guys are like, "Yeah, I shot my gun. Oh, we gotta, we gotta do the GSR. Gotta do it." Yeah, look at the fucking camera when I shot that guy. It's uh, like, yeah, we gotta take everything off, man. You know, I, I'm not totally against the Santa hat. I'm not for that reason and that reason alone. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm all about spreading Christmas cheer, but there's definitely a balance with it. I don't know. Like, I think you can get away with it Christmas Day, but I don't know about like the whole week leading up to it. Yeah. I mean, my buddy brought uh, antlers for the patrol car. And on Christmas, when we were Christmas one year, we had antlers on the car. I was okay with that. That's fun. 
Yeah. Are you taking a piss right now? No. Yeah. I swear I'm not. Because it it's sounding kind of like bathroomy in there. The room. Oh, I'm, in my, I'm, in, I'm in my uh my kitchen. Sorry. Um, Let me. Uh, I'll have my secretary finish that for me. <laughs> Going back to my office now. Getting your shitty secretary a gift. You fuck. <laughs> um, office eye candy dressed like sexy Santa. Office eye candy dressed as Santa. What? What? I don't understand. Office eye candy dressed as sexy Santa. <clears throat> Are they? Talking about a female employee? No, I would assume a dude. I, I think it, I think cringe. I think that's fucking cringe. <laughs> <laughs> office eye candy, like dude, come on. <laughs> I mean, you work at a police department. There should be some level of professionalism, or I assume you do. Maybe it's a shitty secretary. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the, the eye candy. Just imagine calling someone eye candy. <laughs> I know. What is this fucking madman? Yeah, for real though. Like office eye candy dressed as sexy Santa. Like huh? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Go to the fucking gym and get a girlfriend, you fucking moron. <laughs> <laughs> eye candy, is that the highlight of your fucking day? Ah. <sighs> This inanimate just, object that you could probably never pull because you refer to them as eye candy. Get your fucking shit together. Now I'm triggered. Dude, it's so funny. You're going to drop your avocado toast and your soy latte. You need to calm down. <laughs> <laughs> this is how real men speak. We talk about women as objects here. And you got a problem with that, you fucking millennial? No, I just, you know, I just think it's, I just think it's funny because I, I, I know that type of, of man. Yeah. The dudes that talk like this and this guy is a, a guy that I've talked to on this, in the side chats before. So I don't think he's a bad dude, but uh, just to generalize the people that talk like this are generally the people that probably haven't seen a pair of tits live in 20 years besides this yeah. trip club. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. That's all, that's, all I'm, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. So maybe should we come up with like a millennial version of that question? So we're not um, being sexist. Yeah. Uh, that girl you smashed dressed in sexy Santa lingerie. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's got to be like the um, well-mannered. No, that's wrong. The mildly attractive office assistant who is dressed in festive wear. <laughs> the really intelligent independent woman <laughs> dressed in an expressive outfit. I like that one wins. So, anyway, is that cringe or not? I think if you show up to like if you show up to work like dressed as sexy Santa, come on. This is this is like what did were you not paying attention in sexual harassment panda day? All right, we should probably move on here. Uh man, there was three in a row for Christmas hats. Okay, hold on a second. Okay, are you familiar with a white elephant? Yeah. Okay. So somebody put white elephant slash 
Chinese Christmas. What is Chinese Christmas? Uh, isn't it the same thing? That sounds racist. Chinese well, Christmas? Why, why is the elephant white, though? Be- because of white privilege? I don't know why it's a white elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought we, we just stole its color. I don't know. I, I think Chinese, whatever the fuck, is the same thing. Oh, I had no, I I thought it maybe it was like a different variation. I think they're fun. I don't I don't have a problem with them. I can't. I mean, like you usually end up getting hosed, and the gifts are usually pretty shitty. But the entertainment value, I think, is fine. And what do you think? It's fine. I think it's fine. I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah. No, I don't have a problem with it. So okay, so I made it very like specific Christmas cringe. And a couple of people, you know, had this one thing, one thing we had to edit out, but earpieces. How is that fucking cringe? It's tactical. I don't want fucking everybody in their neighbor knowing I'm fucking walking up on their house. You're cringe oh, you if mean, you don't you mean, have an earpiece. You mean radio earpieces? Yeah. Yeah, that's not cringe at all. It's like part of your uniform. Yeah, in fact, you're a douchebag if you don't wear an earpiece. Yeah, I mean, our department didn't really use them much, but some officers like bought their own. Nothing wrong with them. Yeah, I, it depends where you work, too. I mean, like if you're like a one man department, whatever, but, you know, in a big city where there's like multiple radio channels or, you know, maybe you want to run somebody for warrants and you don't want everybody in their fucking neighbor to know if that guy comes up hot. Yeah. Your pieces are fine. Shut up. Um, here's the here's where we're gonna end because I think this is probably the best one on here. Cringe or not cringe. Merry Christmas to all those eating at this table today. Insert photo of an interior of a patrol car. That's cringe. Yeah, that's cringe. That's cringe. Don't do it. Don't don't. Yeah. Fucking I, cringe. I um. That was probably the only time of year, like maybe like me and my team would like get to all together and, you know, go to the one place open and have lunch and, or dinner or whatever together. And maybe we'd snap a picture. I, I'm okay with that, but you know, I, I don't know the, the feeling sorry for yourself. Cause you're working on Christmas. Don't do it. Yeah. That's unless your shitty secretary takes the photo. Um, then it's okay, but just yeah, don't I mean, don't get sharing a gift. If your secretary's working Christmas, then yeah, that's pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's probably because you know her boss thought she was shitty and was like, "Well, you have to work Christmas." True. Yeah, that True. that could be like a Hallmark movie. Kevin and his shitty secretary. Yeah, could be. Uh, it sounds like a Hallmark movie, like a deputy chief and a secretary. Uh, you know, coincidentally, are from the same hometown. And they hit it off and he's, he's eating alone because he's a divorced, you know, deputy chief and, and she comes over and, and they, they hit it off and have like a romantic, you know, I don't know, a Hallmark sex scene. Do they do sex scenes in Hallmark movies now? Yeah. But then right after that, one of them gets cancer. No, one of, one of her dogs gets cancer. And the deputy chief always wanted to be a veterinarian. 
<laughs> so he feels really close to this predicament. Like he can, he can help her. And uh, yeah, one day he opens his own clinic and he gets his degree and she's still a fucking secretary at his veterinary practice. Boom. I think this uh, is a conclusion of the poorly made police memes podcast, whatever fucking thing I call this Christmas extravaganza. I hope you guys enjoyed it, even though uh, this fucking guy didn't remember his part. Do you have any uh, Christmas cheer you want to spread to everybody before I end the Christmas spectacular? Yeah. Um, you know, don't let your dreams be dreams. Uh, fucking just do it. I've never been on live television before, and uh, I like turtles. I like turtles. So, yeah. I like turtles. That's also going to get edited in. You're causing me a whole lot of work. Yeah, if just so you know, if you're listening to this, this is heavily fucking edited because... I like to do this still, and he probably likes his YouTube channel. But with that said, I appreciate all of you guys listening to the podcast over the last six months. I really appreciate the people that fucking took time out of their day. I mean, like, I know you had a big appointment with Mike the Cop, and you canceled that to be on on my podcast, so I appreciate that. I did? Yeah. So I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate everybody that came on. I appreciate all you guys. And, you know, remember the reason for the season, right? Enjoy the time with your family and all that good stuff. And this is basically the end of the podcast. But if you guys want to stay tuned, I'm going to give a little information about the future of the podcast and all that. But other than that, you guys be safe out there. And remember, I love most of you. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Poorly Made Police Memes Christmas podcast. Merry Christmas. And have a great new year. Goodbye. All right, guys. I hope you enjoyed the uh, Poorly Made Christmas special. At this point where I'm recording this little ending part, I have no idea what happened. I only recorded two little skits out of this. And so far, I thought it was really good. So hopefully you guys like it. Now, going forward, I just want to you know give everybody a heads up where we're at. So I said about a month ago that I was going to evaluate things over my little Christmas break. I already have. I feel pretty comfortable moving forward another six months and reevaluating when the summer comes, so June, July-ish. And I'll probably take a week off here or there. Once January 9th hits, I will drop two podcasts a week for you guys pretty much all the time. So I've been paying attention to the polls and asking questions and things. And variety is the spice of life. going to keep up the variety. I'm going to try and spread things out a little better. Like I, I feel like I kind of go in waves where I have you know, your regular everyday cops, then I have, you know, the social media type people, and then I have, I'm going to try and spread everything out, but it's kind of tough with scheduling because I'm, I'm working with a lot of different people to make that happen. So if it's not quite as spread out and different, sorry, is what it is. Here comes the awkward part. I got to make sure this deal is financially viable. So that's kind of where this, you know, six months at a time thing goes because, you know, I'm a dude, I got to make a living. So And I really want this to be the way I do it, but we'll see how that goes. So if you want to make this thing possible and help me out, there's a ton of ways you can help me, and they all help a little bit here and there. First and foremost, I say it at every podcast, but the whole credit card thing, at the bottom of every podcast, including this one, it'll say, click here to support this podcast, and there's a little link. You can put in your information, and you can you know select a dollar amount, how much you want to basically give to me every month. It's like a Patreon except you don't really get anything special. So maybe I should do a Patreon. I don't know. But 
that's what I have right now, and it just helps me out. And I mentioned it on another podcast, but a dollar here or there really helps. If every person that listens to the podcast on a regular basis donated a dollar, which I, I get is not going to happen, that would be that would really make me financially stable. Not telling you all to do that, but I'm just I'm just giving an example, right? So that's something you can do to help out if you like the podcast. Another way you can do that is buying merch, sharing merch. When I say sharing it, you know, posting pictures of it so people see it and all that good stuff, it helps me out. I plan on having some new stuff at the beginning of the year. I do plan on kind of closing out some of the stuff I've had for a while. The page is just kind of cluttered. I have a lot of stuff. So some stuff is going to go away. And then, of course, patronizing the people that sponsor the podcast, which I get a lot of return customers from, you know, people that sponsor the podcast. So that shows me that's happening. So that's awesome. Give them a like. Go check them out. If they have something that applies to you, go patronize them because, you know, they're law enforcement supporters and you're not giving your money to somebody that hates cops. Of course, if you are a business or you got something, a side hustle, and you know, you're looking for a way to promote, go ahead and send me an email, send me a message, and I'll help you out. And other ways that you can help me, leave reviews on uh, Apple if you listen on Apple. I know Spotify is going to have a review thing here soon, so leave a review on there. It helps me out, bumps me to the top of the list. Really, for me, it's about getting the word out there and spreading the word of the podcast and even my page because... And, you know, the whole shadow banning thing, but I'm not going to complain about that right now. With all that said, and the awkward part, I think, is over. I am truly humbled that anybody listens to the podcast. So far, it's I think it's been very successful for a brand new podcast. I think we've had a lot of success, and I want it to keep growing. And uh, I hope, you know, brings entertainment to you guys. And the original thing with the meme page when I started it, you know, a couple years back on Facebook, I just want to give guys something to scroll through where they take a shit on their break, right? Maybe you can't listen to the podcast while you take a shit, or you can, I don't know. But I I just hope it brings some amount of joy to your life and some amount of entertainment. And there's some real shit in there too, so I hope you guys are enjoying it. It's been a lot of fun. I really enjoy doing these podcasts. And I got to throw out there too, I can't believe how many people have sent me patches. It's really cool. I've got quite a collection and more and more people are you know sending me messages how do I get you a patch so I appreciate all the love I people have sent me all kinds of cool shit over the last six months I do appreciate all the love so I, I hope you guys don't hear like oh you just want their money well I do because I gotta pay my bills but I am very appreciative of all the support so at least keep it let's keep it rolling into the next year all right with that said for the person that listened all the way to the fucking end You deserve some free shit. The first person to send me a message, Crown Vix or Bust, you will win a free t-shirt. All right, guys. I love most of you. Nah, it's Christmas. I love all of you. Be safe out there, and we'll see you in January.